Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, welcome to Women CEO and Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and today's guest is Monica Martin. She's a French alignment coach and soul therapist living in Switzerland. She's a certified yoga teacher, uh, Ayurvedic health and lifestyle coach, and has been trained in somatic embodiment and regulation strategies. Her journey with self-development started almost two decades ago, but it was her life-changing burnout that was the breakthrough to years and years of crippling anxiety terrible panic attacks, chronic pain, and fatigue. Without medication, Monica found ways to heal from burnout and her complex PTSD. Her personal journey led her to create Embody Your Flow, her holistic coaching business. She now utilizes all her knowledge and skills to empower women and men to overcome a dark night of the soul so they can live a purpose-driven life with ease and flow. Welcome to the show, Monica. Thank you. Hello. So, wow, you've had quite the journey and it's, you know, it's, it's before you talk about it, it's such in such alignment, I would say, or, or so many people can resonate with it. I'm sure, you know, starting with uh, complex PTSD, childhood uh, PTSD, that, that you just kind of get used to living with, because I know that was it for me and, and all the, the impacts of it, whether it's anxiety or depression or suicidal ideation, and you just kind of accept it for fact until one day you go, enough's enough, I need to heal. So tell us about your journey and what was that breaking point for you that made you want to change and, and, and how you uh, recover from that? So I... I think I felt, I always felt that something was not right, that it was not okay as a human being to, you know, have different kinds of physical symptoms that could not be explained by doctors. And I started to have symptoms like early on. I was, you know, I was still a child. And in my early 20s, uh, because doctors didn't know how to help me, I started to do different, different kinds of things, such as alternative therapies. And I also went to different kinds of healers. But um, it still wasn't helping. I mean, it was kind of like a Band-Aid. And in March 2020, during the first lockdown in Europe, I started to have like very bad chronic pain and fatigue. That was like, it was just not, you know, having, you know, physical symptoms here and there, you know, like at once every couple of days, it was really every day. And like my body was in pain. Um, it was really, really difficult. And, um, but still... It was just, it, it took me another year. <laughs> so July, 2021, when I reached burnout that I was like, okay, like something like I have been on this healing journey for about 20 years now. Like this, this can be it. I mean, there's something that I'm not doing right. When you're doing all the things and nothing is really shifting, obviously my some things had, you know, improved, but I wasn't feeling better physically and obviously mentally either because I, I had a, I had rich burnout. So I was like, okay, what is going on? And I was exhausted, but still I was determined to feel better because I was actually very isolated. 
um, obviously, I was completely estranged from my family. I was living, still living in a different country. And, you know, I was always, I always felt kind of like disconnected from other people, even though people would say that I'm very, you know, I have this very dynamic way of being and very smiley and all that. Uh, people would say that I'm social, but I'm not really like a social, I wasn't a social person in, in a way that I wasn't really able to connect with people to really have like friendships or, and all that. And th- during my journey after burnout, I learned that it was because of the trauma that I had experienced as a child. So when I reached burnout, I did some research and, and, you know, I heard about, um, nervous system dysregulation. I had all the symptoms and that it was due to my childhood trauma that I had never really processed because the moment I left my parents' place, I was like, okay, this is not a chapter of my life. This is actually the a book of my life that is completely over, finished, done. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to talk about it. I didn't want this part of my life, which was actually a long part of my life, to define me. And I didn't want to talk about it because to me, like I was untouched, you know, when actually, you know, I had been impacted on such a deep level, but I didn't want to face that. You know, there was a conscious part of me saying, okay, now it's done, it's over. But there was also a subconscious part that was trying to, um, you know, keep me from going there. You know, like when I left my parents' place, it was in my early 20s because I just want to share something. If your audience is American, like I, I was, I grew up, I was born and grew up in France and you don't get a job like in you, when you're 16 years old or something like that. You get a job after you're 18. And then in the beginning, it's really hard to find a full-time job uh, with just a high school diploma. So I, um, it was my, I was in my early twenties and I feel like, yeah, like I, my subconscious was trying to keep me from really going there. And, and that was a big mistake. Like how our coping mechanism as, as children later on in life are actually our worst enemies. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's interesting you say that because the word that comes is that I'm coming to mind is protective. We're protective of ourselves. So we block everything off, right? As someone who's experienced childhood trauma, you tend to block it off and you become the survivor. And it's like, I'm going to survive and I'm going to protect myself from getting hurt ever again. So you learn to accept all of the physical and the mental impact the burdens that we carry you learn to just accept it as who you are and it's not until one day it catches up like you said your subconscious wants it to come out at some point we don't realize how much it impacts us until we do get burnt out until we get to a point where like 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 myself same as you I spent 20 years doing all kinds of self-help healing journeys but I was only touching the surface you have to go so deep within and get to those core issues and talk about them and I would like to say that when I reached burnout I realized that the part that was missing from my early journey was the embodiment part I was not working with the body. I was taking all sorts of supplements. I was working on an energetic level. I even had already done talk therapy, but I wasn't working with the body. 
I had never worked with the nervous system. And that was the missing link in my recovery. And I think it's it's the same for a lot of people. You know, people go to do talk therapy for, you know, sometimes even decades, but they they don't feel that they really get something out of it. I mean, it's good to talk. When I had burnout, I actually started a psychotherapy again, which was great, but I knew that I wasn't really going to move forward, which is talk therapy. So I also started to work with my nervous system. I did um started acupuncture again. I did shiatsu treatments and I also learn about techniques that I could do just myself when I'm at home, for example. And also something that I never really wanted to do was to actually process my emotions. And a lot of people are so afraid. And I was so afraid to feel. Yeah, because and because feeling, it brings up memories, yeah, and feeling right? so important. It's so important. When you have anxiety, let yourself feel that, that anxiety because it comes from somewhere. And, you know, people sometimes, like, you know, I'm anxious, I'm an anxious person or that it, it, you just don't become an anxious person. You just not are an anxious person. Something happened that made you be that anxious person. Right. It's a trigger. It's a trigger. Something is yeah. triggering a physical yes. reaction to yes. something that's yes. imprinted in you from, from a young yeah. uh, child. It's interesting because you developed a coaching program around that. Um, I did as well. And you nailed it. My coaching program, everything is about mind, body and emotions. You have to know what's going through your mind. You have to be so tuned and, and aware of your body that every flicker that you feel, you know why, you know why it's there, you know where it's coming from. And then you have to understand the emotions behind it. And it's a constant, you know, it's, constant thinking of mind, body, emotions, and a full awareness of all of that and what triggers all of it uh, that helps you on the healing journey, right? Because then you can, when you have an understanding of that, you can take action instead of feeling like you're reacting to something, right? And you can, even if you have those triggers, you know what to do to calm those triggers because yes. you know where it's coming from. It's not like, oh, I'm, I'm just anxious, right? Yeah. You really have to learn to be self-aware, Self-awareness is so important when you are going through, you know, all these uh, mental and physical uh, struggles. You have to be self-aware and you have to acknowledge what is happening right now. Because sometimes we just want to, you know, just put it away, you know, just, you know, <laughs> go through a life without having to think too much about what's going on in our bodies. And I mean, you know, as children, a way to protect ourselves was to disconnect from our body so we didn't have to feel. So it's also about relearning how to feel because we right. knew how to do that, but it's a copying mechanism. And I realized that we have so many copying mechanisms, just like I said before, that are actually limiting us and blocking us from fully living from fully embodying who we truly are and uh, being able to tap into our full potential. So how, how do you, can you give it, because an audience, someone in an audience who may not be understand what full awareness means, right? Because some people might go, oh, I'm pretty aware of who I am, right? But there's a difference from being so fine in, uh, you know, fine tuned with who you are 
from that awareness potential. How do you take um, a coping mechanism, you know, with that awareness? How do you take a coping mechanism that is uh, not healthy and turning it into a healthy one? Can you give an example for someone in the audience so they have a better understanding from, from that perspective? I would say, for example, if you have anxiety about doing something new, you are stepping out of your comfort zone and your subconscious mind is like, okay, I don't know this thing. Like, what is she, what is what do they want to do? Like, I don't like that. Like, let's, you know, let, I'm going to keep you safe. Let's stay in that routine. It's really about understanding you know, and being aware, okay, I feel anxiety now because this thing that I'm about to do, I've never done it before. And maybe there are also different kind of trauma related to that. Like, you know, for example, maybe when you were a kid, you had to, um, you know, do something that was kind of like related to what you're about to do. And for whatever reason, you felt shame, or uh, you felt sad, or you feel angry, or you felt angry. And, you know, this is stored in your body. Like the memory is not only in your subconscious mind, it's also in the nervous system. So if there are so many reasons why when you want to do something new, you're going to feel anxiety. And being self-aware is about telling, understanding that what you're feeling is your mind, your nervous system trying to keep you safe and therefore not wanting you to go there. However, it's your um, responsibility to tell yourself, okay, yeah. I feel super anxious right now and I know like it's super uncomfortable, but I really want to do this thing. And it's about doing it anyway, because I feel that fear is really what keeps us stuck in whatever we want to do, whether we want to build a business, whether we want to, um, you know, get this new job or whether we want to pursue, uh, you know, this love interest. I think that fear keep us blocked in so many ways and keep us stuck. And I think at most of our limiting beliefs and everything all comes down, it all comes down to fear. Because it's, it's fear of the unknown, right? Yes. Because we wouldn't have fear if we, if we knew what we were walking into, right? Yeah. Um, or so fear feeling. of being re-traumatized again, because, yes. you know, maybe a new situation, um, you know, kind of echoes a past bad experience. For example, if you had several abusive relationships and now you have this amazing man who comes into your life and you're like, okay, yeah, like is amazing, but I had so many bad experiences. Like, how can I trust this person? And how do I know that it's not going to be the same way that I used to? So it's really Self-awareness is about understanding if it's really like a warning, like your intuition, you know, telling you that this is not the right thing to do, or if it's trauma talking. Right. Yeah, because you can tell the difference when you're when you know yourself so aware because exactly so well because you otherwise you cannot. Otherwise right. you cannot. Yes. Right. That's why so you, you have, have to, to really Sorry. Tune in, right? You tune in, you feel it. And when you know where it's coming from, you can say, okay, that's coming from trauma and that's yeah. not healthy and I can move forward. Or that's really a gut feeling saying that's a red flag yeah. and I should not move forward. And in order to um, be so in tune with yourself, you have to develop a relationship with yourself. And most of us, this is not something that we learn to do because obviously as kids, we try to protect ourselves. Therefore, we created all these copying mechanisms 
and we were not living true to who we truly to ourselves basically and so creating a relationship with yourself is key to everything in life because the life that you have is a life that you created for yourself therefore if you want your life to get better you actually have to treat yourself better you have to understand yourself better and most of us we don't do it until we do get burnout until we do reach that exactly exactly because until that moment we live on autopilot or survival mode and if there is no issue, if, you know, like we're not thriving, but we're not unhappy either, like we're not sick or something like, you know, the day goes by, the days go by actually, and we don't really reflect on our life. But, you know, if you go through a big breakup, a divorce or, you know, someone like a loved one who just passed away or you, you lose your job. Most of the time, it takes um, someone going through, you know, a real challenge to reach that point where they actually want to do the work. Right. Because you, you're hit with a situational event and it really makes you reflect on yourself and your life. And it's interesting you say, say that about, you know, we, we do just go through rope. I remember when I was going through my divorce, I had filed divorce um, from my husband back in 2010 long story how I got there. But um, I remember with all my girlfriends, like we all lived in a really nice neighborhood. We were all married. We all had kids and everything. And and I filed for divorce and it was like shock. And everyone's like, but are you sure you don't want to work it out? And I was like, I'm not happy. Like, I'm not happy. Like, are you happy? And I remember asking specifically, we were at lunch and I remember asking, there were like six of us and I asked every single one of them, are you happy? And they were like, I don't know. And no, no one ever asked me that. Like, <laughs> and 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 I was the same way. And I finally woke up and said, you know what? I'm not happy. I'm, my life is miserable. This is an unhealthy relationship. I was in it because of, you know, my childhood trauma. And uh, I was a codependent, just very unhealthy. And I knew I needed change. And that's what happens to a lot of people. We go through life with these blinders on, very protective. Exactly. And then something just crashes us and we're forced to, to kind of wake up. So what advice would you give to someone who's listening, who maybe feel feeling stuck and, and you kind of want to nudge them to, to move forward and search for that happiness? I would say what lights you up really just look at your life and tell me if there are things in your life right now that light you up. And if it's not the case, then it's really about finding what you really like to do, what really brings joy into your life. Because I feel that, and it's true, you know, like most people, they feel stuck, they feel unhappy. and But I do believe that we are born with a true potential for joy. It's our life circumstances who make us, I guess, disconnect from this potential. And then it's really about, you know, getting rid of all these old layers, this old copying mechanism and finding ourselves and then reconnecting with our potential for joy. I love that. And the connection is so important because as humans, we need to be connected and we can easily become detached and not even realize it from the people around us, our family, our kids, you know, it's, it's so easy to kind of just get out of touch 
and just go through the motions of life instead of truly enjoying life, right? Because life can be joyful. It's full of wonder. I try to, I tell that to my clients all the time. Like I see life so differently than, you know, 15, 20 years ago, I was a very different person. Now, like life just lights me up and it's not like, you know, bad things happen. I have my good and bad days, but for the most part, of course, life is not perfect, but but you're probably more resilient now than you used to. And you probably have, when something happens, you're like, you feel more in control and you are probably finding solutions quicker and probably like your palette is more, um, is bigger. Yeah, absolutely. And life could be really joyful. We just have to look for it. So we are, we are out of time. Why don't you tell people a little bit about your program? Uh, so I only do one-on-one um, coaching programs. Uh, I have one who is called um, Create a Life You Truly Love. And it's really about reconnecting with yourself uh, and creating a life that is aligned with who you truly are. Not the person that you show to other people, you know but the person that you truly are within. And it's, and it's really about, you know, like I said, shed it, like getting rid of all these old layers, these old limiting beliefs. And um, it's a journey to, yeah, it's a journey to yourself. So then you can create a life that actually makes you feel happy, fulfilled and free. Love it. Thank you so much. That's great. Thank you. Everyone, where can, where can they reach you? Oh, they can reach me online at embodyoflow.com. I'm also on Instagram. Uh, my handle is embodyoflow. So if you just, you know, look it up on Google, embodyoflow, Monica Martin, you will find me right away. Terrific. And we'll put the details in the bio. Thank you so Thank much you so for much. being on the show, Monica. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.